and welcome to the Mix Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B.Y. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom-bap to trap. We are a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras, trying to bridge the gap in the hip-hop era. My co-hosts are Kev, Terrell, and Malcolm. Today's topic, top 10 hip-hop diss tracks of all time. All right, so let's jump into it. We're going to go to my main man, Malcolm. Malcolm, what are your top 10 diss tracks of all time? Hey, so I'm going to start off my list with my favorite diss track. And it also is on my list for one of my favorite songs as well. Um, No Vaseline by Ice Cube. Gotta put that on my list. I don't think there's any. This is my personal preference. I might be biased, but this is probably, I think it's the best, best diss track. This song that is, you know, I, the way he... The way he was so precise with his with his words and hitting everybody from um, from uh, all his targets in regards to who he was trying to reach out to with the song. I mean, it was a great song. So that's my number one. Every every other every other um, song is no no order. I'm gonna go to my number two. Gotta put hit him up. Tupac got to. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's on that song's on all y'all's list as uh, on your on your diss track list legendary nobody was really coming with that energy especially in the visuals as well with tupac at that time so gotta put that song on my list number three i want to go with ether by nas another big one i actually had added that to one of my playlists to listen to on a regular because it was just more than just i, I mean it was a hard song I had to add that onto my list. Nas really did his thing. And he also has other diss songs for, I mean, he's been been around for a while, so. But um, that's the song I wanted to put for my number three. Number four, Kick in the Door by Biggie. Classic, another classic. Um, I love that song, great song, um, great just track. Had to put that on my list. Moving on, we're gonna go to Real G's. I didn't want to say the middle part. But uh, by Easy E, it was a hit on um, regards to Dr. Dre and them. Had to put that on my list for for my diss track list. Another classic. Um, really repping the uh, old guys, I guess today. Old old school, old days diss track list. But I mean, I gotta give it to them during their during the prime of a rap, the golden era of rap, I feel like. Well, not the, well, people may, I guess, put it at different times, but I guess the 90s, late, late 80s, those, the music that was coming out during that time was just so potent. Gotta put, had to put a heavy, heavy list, heavy list of um, great, great artists for diss tracks on my list. So, had to put uh, Real G's by Easy on this list. Moving on. I'm gonna go to the 10% diss by MC Light. Had had acquired this song, put a head put on my list after hearing I'm doing some research. MC, I had no idea she was. I knew she was a battle rapper. I mean, not MC Light. That's that's uh, I'm thinking of Roxanne, Roxanne Sante. Um, but yeah, MC Light. This song was uh, hey, had to put it on my list. She's a legend as well, and I wanted to represent the uh women on on my list as well with uh MC Light. So moving on, another. Great this this song Sheether Remy Ma she had when she came out with this song I can't remember I believe it was for um I think it was for I think Nicki Minaj at the time it wasn't too long ago I think it was probably a few a few years after she had maybe a year or two after she had came out of um, jail it was a it was a it was a potent song I really liked it she was able to still still put out some music in this in our era and people still mess with that diss track you know it was a, it was. I mean, Nicki had to come back and stuff, so both of them had their back and forth. But that uh, the Sheether was a uh, a quite quite uh, quite potent song. When you talk about diss track, this song since she had to use she used the the Nas Nas Ether for for the, that 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 beat and that song as well. So I had to put that on my list. Moving on to Jack the Ripper, L Cool J for number eight. Could have gone higher on my list. Nobody, it was no order after the first one told you repping the repping the old guys like i said jack the ripper classic had to put that on my list for uh diss tracks you know it seems as though i don't know i don't i, I mean we can discuss this i guess after everyone shares their list but not a lot of diss tracks that can be uh for me from uh, in regards to my list not a lot of young guys coming out with diss tracks that i would even consider on this list really i mean we had some we had I mean, a few beefs that went on during um, 
Now there were plenty of beats. It was just that everybody wasn't coming out with a, with actual recognizable diss tracks that you can you can go back to and like, oh wow, I can't. I remember back when such and such such and such was beefing and they were they were going back and forth at it like they did, like you can with um with artists in the past. So had to um, put a hose, Jack the Ripper on this list. Um, moving on to that was my eight. Moving on to number nine dollars and cents. DJ Quick wanted to put him on my list powerful potent potent this track i'm coming with these with the uh the old guys tonight i mean today uh last um last person i want to mention is boogie down production south bronx 86 i did some digging for this one love this song might have to go back and do some more research on boogie down productions this song was was off the criminal minded album Kara's running he really did his thing on there with scott the rock and CDG with the producers and um I love this song in regards to this track a this good this track so that's gonna end off my list for uh, my top ten. All right, cool, cool, man. Really appreciate that list. Let's jump to uh, Kev. Kev, what do you think about that list? I, Let's hear. I, I, I like the list. It, it was a comment he made that is interesting. He said his his list was very old school heavy, and it was interesting. He said that because I can't. My list is I felt a little opposite of what he just said. Really. Yeah. Oh, okay. A little, say why? Huh? Say why? Well, when I when I when I when I do my list, it, all right, all right. I guess I can explain it a little more. Um, okay. but it, it, you know, it's it's you know, it, those, those songs are very impactful. I am kind of surprised he didn't mention another one, but I can say that for later, and I understand why he didn't mention it. But um, but no, it it, it was solid. All appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, cool, cool. Terrell, what did you think about that list? He Malcolm. Bro, you gotta get out my head. The first one do four on your list you is the same as my on my list. I mean, bro. they're big hitters. I they are nice biggie. I mean, who? I mean, you could you could interchange. I'm pretty sure my pretty sure our other list we hear will will probably have some 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 other other artists that we may not have known of that you right. came out with diss tracks. So they old school lusters and stuff. But hey, those are big hitters. Four big. They hitters. are. They oh, are, and I'm right, just like when, so. when you was naming them, I said nah, I cannot make this up. I'm looking at my list right now. You naming them all, I'm like, oh, we I have the same ears. I couldn't leave those like those. I couldn't leave. I mean, kicking the door was a one I wanted to put on there, mm-hmm. um, but other those other three are like, who doesn't mention those in distract exactly. conversations? Like exactly. So. so like I can say your whole list amazing. You did just stuff. You did your stuff, bro. Appreciate nice. it. All right, cool, cool. Well, speaking of Kev and his list, Kev, what are your top 10 hip-hop diss tracks of all time? Like I said, I, I wanted to be very old-school heavy to hit these young guys up, but I couldn't go like to the full extent. I'm going to do two honorable mentions that I, I just feel like they were just big and impactful at the time. My two honorable mentions are, you know, Easy E, Real G's, which is of course the Dr. Dre disc, like Michael said. But I also added Common to being you, his disc towards Ice Cube. You know, a lot of people don't realize that Common was considered a gangster rapper when he first came out, and it's kind of funny now when you look at it. But yeah, it was it was a hard song, and and it all it was just so close to not making my ten, but I wanted to mention it. It's like I always do. I go from ten up to one. Uh, ten is MC Light, ten percent this. You know, it's it's kind of hard to you know to vote against MC Light, and you know whenever she kind of does something impactful, is it always makes some sort of noise. Number nine, J LL Cool J, Jack the Ripper, uh, the disc to Kumo D, which is which was already been mentioned. Uh, number eight, Jay Z, Super Ugly. One of the two discs that he did to Nas, it, it was, it, you know, it just, it just, it was Jay, it was just like Jay just kind of dissected Nas' disc and he kind of put this super ugly together and it was so, it was so funny. My number seven is Drake, but I have two for Drake. I have the both discs he did to Pusha T. I got Droopy and Back to Back. I think Droopy is a classical disc record where it's just so street and it's so, you know, just let me, you know, get out all my anger and my aggression. And that's what old school hip hop is. 
back to back is more of a 90s diss track where it's something that you wouldn't necessarily put on mixtape you might put it on your album and something that the radio stations will play so i like those two so uh i go with number six is uh pusha t uh his diss to drake uh the story of i, I did on i you know whatever you know that's uh i just think that that's the one of the best pusha t songs i ever heard granted it was a diss track it wasn't the drug talk. It wasn't the the luxury cars, the expensive clothes, money, and none of that. It was just you know just straight hard, just rapping, and I love it. Number five is UNLV, Drag Them in the River. Uh, it's the disc to Mystical. Um, if you don't know who UNLV is, they are the um, the first group that was signed to Cash Money Records back in the day. So before the Hot Boys, Turk and BG and all those guys, it was UNLV, and they were like considered the best group in New Orleans at the time. And they had a beef with Mystical. Um, if you ever can find it, it's a uh, it's very catchy and it's just it's 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 phenomenal. I, I, I would recommend that. It, it, it should be higher on my list, probably, but these next four with a question mark. So number four is Tupac hit him up. I mean, it's just, you know, angry Tupac was always so effective. Um, it's hard to vote against him. Uh, Jay-Z, number three, would take over. You know, Jay-Z ended up putting this on his Blueprint album, and it was, it was just a little bit better than Super Ugly to me. Number two, uh, Nas Ether, you know, the response to Jay-Z and his diss. Number 1B is KRS-One, The Bridge Is Over. South Bronx was phenomenal, but I think The Bridge Is Over was a lot better song in the sense of it, it had a better beat. It was something you could play on the radio, something you could play on the club. I mean, even the, just the chorus. I can sing the chorus and don't even sing the rest of the words, and I'm just like, you know, just bobbing my head. I can just keep going on and on. I do have something that's weird, real weird. Like two weeks ago on my playlist, a song came up, and I feel like for me, it's the greatest diss record of all time, but I've been, for the past two weeks, I've been trying to justify this as a diss record. For me, it's a diss record, but it's kind of hard to justify it. And I'm going to throw it on here anyway. So my 1A would be KRS-One, still number one. I, For me, it is the greatest diss track all time, even though when you read the lyrics, it doesn't seem like it's a diss track. But based off of old school hip hop, it's very much a diss record. And that's my list. All right, cool, cool. Like that list, I'm going to jump in and say, well thought out, well backed up with uh, stories and information. Solid, solid list. I give it an A. I move on to Terrell. Terrell, what do you think about that list? As he, as, as he always said, your list is your list. Well, you have to get number one. I heard that song before. Which one? But still number one? No, the, your number one. Your number one song. Yeah, the KRS still number one. One, yes. I don't feel like that's the. Mm. But like I said, your list is your list. I, I, I'm saying, I'm saying, this is what I'm saying. For me, for me, mm. old school hip hop is is street battle. It's, a, it's the DJs battling DJs, MCs battling MCs, dance right. crews battling dance crew. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, right. and everybody, you know, one neighborhood saying we're better than this neighborhood or we're better than this neighborhood and we're better than these people. And mm -hmm. you can, you know, you can get 10 neighborhoods that go in a club and they will, you know, have all these different battles. But you wouldn't right. necessarily have no beefs or no fights or nothing. It was all love. It was about the art. It was about, you know, we do this better than you. You know what I mean? And for mm -hmm. me, for KRS-One to say, I'm number one no matter what. He was like, yeah, you know, Rakim. Yeah, he cool with me, but I'm better than Rakim. Like, that's the whole song is, is KRS-One saying, these guys, they down with me, but I'm better than them. I'm, he said, you know, he got one line where he says, 50 years from now, I'll drop an album and it will still be anything anybody puts out you know what i'm saying so that for me that's just like it's just this hard you cannot beat me i will always be better than you and for me that's just that's hip-hop to me that's like the you know it's just the great diss record to me i don't know why i feel that way but that's where my mind went and that's why it's hard for me to i know it's hard for me to justify but that's where i'm at right now well okay so see the reason why i said no because you was like just the lyric itself if it don't sound like it's a this track but it really is that it comes to me how i'm thinking wise how i'm thinking about it it's like it got that nice beat to it but the lyrics not going the lyrics is not that strong now when it comes to me without the without the beat or anything i feel like 
the lyrics should stand up like, oh, this song is hard. So that's why I was I was skeptical. I was like, mm, that you put that as number one, and you said that topic is like is like fifty fifty for me. That's why I said when it comes to No Vaseline without a beat, his lyrics himself flowing it, it sounds hard. But you but 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 most of these diss records is concentrating on one or two people, as opposed to. Still, number one, he's saying that I'm better than everybody. And he named everybody. He was like, all these guys, they cool with me, but I'm still better than them. He said, no matter what, at the end of the day, I will always be better than whoever you think is the best. That's basically saying, to me, that feels like basically saying he's just like, yeah, well, as we would just say, he's better than everybody. But I'm just still stuck on the top with, with the first part you said. That's all. That That's all it is. Like, I'm not disagreeing. It's just like, with those two parts that you said about the song, that's just stuck to me. That's all it is. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know it's hard to justify. Like, like I said, it's very hard to justify. But from, I don't know, the way it hit me two weeks ago, it was just like, this is a great diss record. Like, I just so, felt like, like I said, it just felt like to me, like it was just this wonderful, phenomenal diss record as, a, as opposed to being this great hip hop song. Okay, so this is the last question I want to ask. So before that song, what was your original song? My one B, the bridge is over. Karis one. That should have been your number one, and the other one should be number two. No, no. no <laughs> that that's all I'm saying. No, that that's all no. I'm saying. I it, it, no. I, I get what you're saying, and, and I understand. I totally understand. Like I've been going, I I, I all week I've been reading these lyrics over and over and over again. I was just like I. I can't. It's going to be hard for me to justify this song, and I know people are going to say it doesn't make sense. And I totally agree with that. I totally mm-hmm. agree with everybody's opinion. But it's just, that's the way it hit. You know, different songs hit people different ways, but like all these years this song been out, I never looked at it as a diss track until two weeks ago, and I couldn't tell you why. I couldn't yeah, tell you why at all. Okay. Alright, cool, cool. Uh, Malcolm, what do you think about that list? Great, uh, great discussion, guys. Um, I feel like you kept saying that you couldn't, you couldn't, it, the justification, I, I feel like the way you justified it was fine. Um, I had an open mind towards your your number one A, one A, I think that's how you said it. I just needed to know why you thought of that as a diss song. If he, you can really sit there and like, if he, if he really went out there and was attacking the whole rap game and all these artists, I feel like that's even more. You could you could make an argument saying that the for the best best diss track. I mean, you could say that it is because he's not just going at one or two artists or or a, or a group of people. He's going at everybody that's involving himself in in hip hop and rap. So you could sit there and say that that alone and him him even listen the uh, the rappers on the on the song is reason enough to be the best. So I, 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 I feel you with that. I agree with what you're saying. As long as you, once you justify it, I was like, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, did not mention Drake on my list at all. Like, I, I think that's what you were hinting at. Yeah, I didn't feel like he was, I, there was there was way more, plenty of more um, diss tracks that were better than, than Drake's, I feel like. And I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and, I mean, yeah, one of them sounded like a radio hit and then the other one was, I guess, I like how you broke broke it down in regards to one of the radio hits and one's just a, a street battle type type uh diss track um the push a t um i feel like you're biased because you like push a t you had to, i feel like you had to put that up. yeah because i there you could have i don't know there it goes it was a it was a good it was a good diss track i couldn't listen to it but more than one time really i just because i don't like push a t i don't know i don't you like him thank you my thing with Pusha T is that I think that what he did with the clips was great, but what he he's done it as a solo artist, mm. it feels like more of the same. Okay, you know, I, I I do feel like it's more of the same. I I mean, you know, if he put an album out tomorrow, I would listen to it, yeah. um, and I probably would like it. But mm-hmm. it, it does a lot of it does feel like the same. But to hear him, you know, go at Drake, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, what what the hell is this? Where where's this guy been all these years? Exactly, Hold that's on. how I felt. When, on, I didn't even go ahead, go ahead. Come on. First of all, to make himself relevant, he came into a battle which was not inviting him into. It was strictly Kanye and Drake. He made himself relevant to say, 
hold on, Kanye, I got you. Let me battle this person. Because, That's a sucker move. But, that is I mean, a sucker move. Wait, wait, wait. I'm no, no, sorry. no, 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 no. He in the song himself, he said he said something about, you know, when you come at Kanye, you came at Kanye, and it was kind of like you came at all of us. And then he was like, and then his response back to him was like, this is between me and you. Why, why, why is it every time you got something to say, you pulling other people into it? I'm coming at you. You come at me. Don't come at everybody else. So didn't was, Drake mention? Um, my bad, cut you off. Didn't Drake mention like Kim or some? And then who? Kim, Kim Kardashian, because there um, was some spec. I I thought he addressed her on one of the. It yeah. Might have been, I might have been thinking. I think on I mean, one of the diss tracks. I can't remember the first or second one. He said something about Kanye and Kim, or not. I think it was just Kim. I don't. And then there was speculation going around at the time that he was. He had them two had. Well, Kanye was on the outs or something with her, and I mean, had, but had possibly slept with Drake. You know, you know, we don't go by rumors because right. we go by what the what who says what, the direct source. So I'm not gonna sit here and continue. I mean, but at to, the same to, time, I don't think we could have. I mean, could have could Kanye even made a diss record? Yes. Like, don't, don't disrespect him like I don't, that. I don't, I don't, I don't, but I don't. But maybe not in his head, his right of mind today. He's not at the same. I mean, when he was coming out, when he was on the up and on the up, Kanye coming up, maybe he could have came out. He most def. I feel like a younger Kanye could have most definitely swept the, swept the floor with Drake. He's not Drake is not as lyrical and creative I, as as Kanye. It's just Kanye I, right now. No, no, I don't believe it. But, I feel but like listen, wait, hold on, hold on, let's, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's be honest about Kanye real quick. Let's be honest about. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm gonna say this about Kanye. Let's be honest. Most of Kanye's lyrical content was, I'm not getting the pro- my proper respect, or no, I'm, I'm the little engine that could. A lot of, I mean, like, a lot of his interviews, it was like, you know, I'm not getting the respect I deserve. Okay, but what does that have to right, do with Right, his... but I don't, but I don't, but if, if, but he never had anything that was kind of like, or a lot of that stuff was just mellow. Kanye it was mellow. is, what are you saying? We, you what are hearts going right, on Kanye you know, West got though? What, what kind next of, time I see you, I promise you, we're just going to listen to the, I mean, because I feel like Kanye is way more creative with his wordplay and, and the way he sets up his bars than Drake. And we can go, and that's, that's, that's I'm talking about Drake's out of the, out of his body of work, maybe 20 songs that actually could really compete rap-wise, rapping bar-to-bar creativity to Kanye. And that I can just put it to Kanye's early work because that's all I really want to put it towards because, you know, we, we can we can we should do a, just a, a one day just a conversation about Kanye and just dissecting his stuff because his the digress, the digression of of Kanye West. I feel like that should be a conversation, but he at one time I felt like was rap, was hip hop, period, and has turned into going into his own thing now. So I'm saying like I'm not saying Kanye is not talented. I, 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 I'm not even saying he's not saying that. I'm not saying you're saying that, but okay. But I'm saying is I don't know what a Kanye West diss track would have ever sounded like. Like if it, it, it would have it I'm telling you right right now, even right now thinking about it, it would catch me off guard. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I could imagine. I think, I, more, could imagine. I think Kanye West is more than likely to say, you know, he's troubled mentally by something or emotionally about something more than he would diss another rapper who's coming at him. Hey, I feel, I feel like Kanye, I've heard Kanye hard on some songs, sounding hard, and I feel like he could do, he could do some, he could do a nice what? I, I he could go, he could go for a good. Three, four, five, four minutes just going in. I feel like you forget where. Where is he? You forget where he's from too. What are you talking about? Come on, guys. He was freestyling. He wasn't it. really actually. I mean, it's a freestyle. And you don't think he can harness that things. freestyle? Freestyling and balance are two different things. Two so Drake is things. a battle rapper. No, Drake. No, he ain't yeah, no battle exactly. rapper. But yeah, but exactly. But the he, back to back was back to back was good back, back to back was, was a back to back was a was a uh a radio hit it was we heard it, that it when it came out they played that for going i remember when it came out, they played that for going on three weeks you can still hear that so that once it's going on for that duration it's not that what i mean I, I don't know i feel like that was a hit a hit radio song he was able to Make make it attack uh, attack on Pussy T and get his his bread at the same time. The bridge is know. over. That was a radio hit. That is a rap 
hip hop classic. But the Bridges period. Over was a radio hit and it's a diss rock. Yes. And they but, play it in the club. Well, they still play Bridges Over in the club today. That's for the old heads, you know. For y'all. Oh, man, that beat is the man playing that at every is club. amazing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I hear it in my. When you mentioned it, I was like, I cannot believe I missed that because I most definitely went to a KRS concert, and it's like I'm. I was list. I heard the song in my head when you when you said that. So I was like, dang, heard the beat and everything. But uh, we had to move on, man. On the my Josh's Josh's uh, review of Kev's list. All right, I'm going to step in and say that we will be dissecting one artist probably once or maybe twice a month starting in 2021. We will be doing that. But for now, my last two cents on this is that I don't want us to continue uh, having a debate or discussion on two rappers that have been known to have uh, ghostwriters. All right. So thank you. We're going to move on to uh, Terrell. Terrell, what are your top 10 diss tracks of all time? My top 10 list of all time. Number one, like Malcolm said, No Vaseline. That is a classic song. I love it to this day. When I first heard of it, my mom didn't want me to listen to it, but I still listen to it in any way. And it's just a straight come at your throat song. I'm going to tell it like it is. I'm coming after you, your mama, your mama's mama. He did not kid. He let all of his anger in this song and made it so classical, so vision. Like he was so creative when he made this song that he didn't hold nothing back. And I love this song to this day. So I had to put that as my number one. My number two, Hit Him Up by Tupac. Now, like I said, even though I'm a East Coast brother, I cannot get, I cannot p- not play and say this song wasn't a wasn't a hit song. It was a hit song. I bumped to it, especially when I'm mad about something. I bumped to the song, so I had to put the song down. My number three is Ether by by Nas. I couldn't grow up not listen to that song. I heard that song every every time on the radio. When when Jay Z and Nas had that little beat, they was playing both they this this track. So I had to listen to that, and I, and that was just amazing. Then my number four, kick kicking him in the door. You know, I had to put my man Biggie. I know somebody's gonna say, How you pick Biggie? How you pick Tupac over Biggie so high? Listen, it is what it is. I like that song. That's my number four. So I'll keep it like that. Then my number five, had to bring my ladies in here. Have a nice day by Roxanne Roxanne. Classical, chill vibes. She at that point in time, she was in that career. When she's like, okay, I'm not letting nobody take my title. And she did what she had to do. So I had to add that on my list. My number six, you know, you already know it. Back to Back by Drake. Classical. Loved it. Heard it every time. Meek Mill, that, that was my, I can say it like this. Meek Mill and Drake beef was my Biggie, Biggie, Tupac beef in my generation time. That's why I felt like. My number seven, Stay Scheming by Rick Ross. Came like a boss from this one. I loved it. He had some other people in there. Classical hit. You hear that everywhere. My number eight song, I had to put my girl, Lost One, by Lauren Hill. Another classical. She had to let it be known who she was. My number 10, Jack the River, Ripper, by Al Cool J. Another classical. Didn't know he had that in him, but he did. And he was about that. He had to let, he had to let, let everybody know. I'm not just that cute boy that make these good songs. You come at me. This is how this is what's gonna go down. And then my two honorary mentories, my three, Shelter by Remy Ma, Beast Mode, gotta love it. Then I had also had The Bridge is Over, The Bridge is Over, ha ha, had to put that song down. That's my mom's favorite diss track. She got the CD, she played that every time. And then my last one, Takeover by Jay Z, another classical. And that's my list. All right, cool, cool. Uh, I throw my two cents in first. I thought that, um, well thought out. Um, I really like you bringing in the uh, Roxanne Shantae, have a nice day. That was a very nice nod to the old school, really solid list. I, I And I enjoy your explanation. I also know that, you know, in the disc world, there's memorable ones and, and everybody's going to have some of the same ones. And, and it looks consistently that we have about four. All of us have on our list of 10, about four that we have in common. So I expect that even when I get to my list. All right. So, uh, Malcolm, what do you think about uh, about Terrell's list? Good list. Both of us had like the top four were the same. I liked. Uh, I feel like he 
he rapped where he's from on this list. Can I say that, sir? Yes, thank you. All thank right, you. All right. So I feel like that says it all for me. Great list. All right, cool, cool. So, Kev, what do you think about that list? Uh, good mixture. Good mixture of, you know, old and new. I mean, if I, if I had any problem, it might have been the Rick Ross space gaming. Yeah, I, it didn't feel like a diss to me. Like, I listened to that a couple times, and I was just like, uh, it didn't feel like it. But, you know, everybody look at things different ways, so that's it. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, I'm going to go into my top 10 uh, list of all-time diss tracks. And uh, my honorable mention is going to start off with Roxanne Revenge by Roxanne Shantae in 1984. Her diss against the uh, Marley Mall produced diss against uh, UTFO. And I, I you know, I, I like Kev, we go from 10 to 1. So my number 10 is Second Round Knockout by Cannabis, which uh, he dropped in 1998. It was his diss to LL Cool J. Solid, solid piece of work. Number nine, hit him up by Tupac. I know most people, through my little research over the week, put this as number one most uh, most of the time. They put this as the number one. I, I think when you're angry the way he was angry about what the situation was going on, it's a nice diss, but it, it just went into a darker area, and we know what was the consequence of him going into that dark area. So I'm, I, I had to not put it as high. Going on to number eight, uh, Sheether by Remy Ma. That dropped in 19, uh, uh, 2019, and uh, that was her diss to Mickey Minaj. Uh, solid, solid effort. Represented the ladies real strong, especially for the modern era, you know, because uh, uh, the ladies went a long time without having some strong diss between each other. So that was really breath, you know, a breath of fresh air. Going on to number seven, uh, Jack the Ripper by LL Cool J. Classic. Not much to say about it. You've heard many people say it. Same thing with my number six, The Bridge is Over by uh, BDP, Boogie Down Productions, featuring KRS-One. After that point, we move on to number five, Ether by Nas. Another 2001 great hit, you know. My number four, Effing with Dre Day. That was the diss that uh, Dre and Snoop did to uh, Easy e Great song. Even better video during that era. It was probably one of the coldest videos that I can remember being put out in a diss track. Number three, The Takeover by Jay-Z. Not a lot to explain there. Solid, solid um, song, solid diss. My number two, Big Mama by Roxanne Shantae. She dropped this in 1992. She went hard on every female rapper that was on anybody's lips at that time. If you haven't heard it, Go to YouTube, look it up. They wrote up articles in every major hip hop magazine about this. It was she was the new villain of female hip hop. It was amazing, an amazing time. All right, and then my last one, which really needs no explanation. You heard two other people <laughs> put it down on their list as well. At number one, No Vaseline by Ice Cube, and that's my list. I'm gonna start with our anchor man, Kev. What do you think about that list? It's solid. It, it was very old school heavy. I, I, the, the Dr. Dre one I like, but it's kind of funny when we were debating Drake and Kanye, you said, you know, Rick, Rick having these on the baseball guys who had ghostwriters and, and you are them four. <laughs> what the guy with a ghostwriter. But um, no, I like it though. I like it. Um, Yeah, it's like a, I think, uh, the, the, uh, the Roxanne one from 92. I have to check that out. I don't, I don't think I'm really familiar with it, but you know, it's something to, you know, I took notes. So whatever I didn't know, I, I know to, you know, check out and get into it. All right, cool. Only reason uh, Dre is on there, because, again, it was more heavy. That particular song was heavier on Snoop's side. But we do know that um, that Dre was, you know, everybody from Ren to Ice Cube to DOC to Snoop himself wrote for Dre. We definitely know that. But that the cool thing about Dre is that he never portrayed that he was this super rapper. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Kanye and Drake, which that'll be a conversation we get into down the road somewhere. But he was way more open about, or everyone was, it was almost common knowledge that Dre didn't write his own stuff. All right, sliding into um, Terrell. Terrell, what did you think about uh, my list? I like the list. I like how you list it out. And I like how so you stick with the number one category with No Vaseline that we all said. That is one of the best diss track of all time. And you, you're, like I said, always your list is well played out, so I like it. All right, appreciate it, appreciate it. So, Malcolm, I'll let you anchor this one. What would you think about my list? You know, um, I'm just happy that everybody had a general consensus of the 
same uh, diss tracks, you know, we all are quite intelligent um, and diligent with our rap knowledge. So good list, you know, appreciate it. All right. All right. So um, for the question of the day, we're going to uh, let Terrell bring that to you. So Terrell, take it, take it over. So today we, today question of the week is your fantasy rap group. So we're going to start with Kev. What is your fantasy rap group? This was, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie to you. This was kind of hard for me because I feel like I've seen my fantasy rap group already. And I think that was uh, Slaughterhouse with Crooked Eye, Joe Button, Royce, 5'9", Crooked Eye, Joe Button, Royce, and Joel Ortiz. You know, a New York cat, a Jersey cat, Detroit, California, you know, you combine all these different areas of the country, different styles, different everything. But um, to keep on going with the topic, I was like, I, I just couldn't just say the group has already happened. So um, if I had to say anything, I, I will mention probably two groups. The, um, the original Murder, Inc. Was, was supposed to be DMX, Ja Rule and Jay-Z. I think that would I think they would have been a phenomenal group. Um, they would have had nothing but radio hits, which would probably threw people off. But at the same time, I think the other half of that album would have probably been all street stuff and it would have just been great. And the second, if uh, the Ghetto Boys would have replaced the Bushwick Wheel with MC8 and MAC-10. So yeah, Face, Willie D, MC8, and MAC-10. I don't think nobody would have been harder in the 90s if those four guys would have came together as one group. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. Anybody want to say anything about his group? Now, I, can, cool. uh, I can respect it. MC8. Yes, sir. Let's chill. All right, all right. So we're going to go with Malcolm next. What is your fantasy hip-hop group? My list is quite, quite. I mean, I just think it's so special. First is Biggie. Second is Ice Cube. Then I'm going to put 8-Ball and MJG, and then I'm going to end it off with Craig Mack. Um, I feel like if they came together, I could listen to their music for the rest of my life um, and not listen to anything else. These are some of my favorite artists, um, and their sounds all coming together so unique and all coming together on some on some projects. Nothing would be better. Um, so that's my list. In the comments? I think, I don't know. Like, like you just posed a good you posed a good, uh, interesting group. Um, I, I would have loved to see Big with Ball and G, um, just those three together, um, not the others. With A-Ball and MJG ending up signing the bad boy, it possibly could have happened at some point where they would have got on the phone together. But yeah, I like those three in a group. Are you, what is wrong with you? What? You what? Are you not, did you not hear Ice Cube? Imagine yeah, Ice Cube and Biggie on a song. I think that Big... A ball, MJG would have been Are a phenomenal serious? trio. Take out Craig Mack, take out Ice Cube. You already know Biggie and Craig Mack sound good. I do, but so but then I you think do. Sound, boom, I think they would have had Biggie, better sound. A ball, MJG are on the song, sounds good, and then you put Craig Mack that already sounds good with Biggie. Then that's a, that's just putting everything together, and then you then you say boom, we gonna go West Coast. Ice Cube, big hitter. After Tupac, you could argue after Tupac from the West Coast for the number two. I could put Ice Cube over Snoop, rappers. Number two, like I'm talking about like um, the best rappers out of the West. After Tupac, if we consider Tupac in the West, we consider him for number one. I will go Ice Cube. So then you put Ice Cube number two, best rapper out of the West Coast, and you put him with all... These rappers, I don't understand. That's just, I don't but you, get but, it. But but you have so many. Ice Cube's like, so versatile. He got on the West Coast so connection. Many, was going so many, in so many different styles though. But it's so exactly. Many don't get and me they wrong. They put a hard I, beat I, together. I do believe Ice Cube would capable could be lyrically capable of hanging with the other. You but, know what? You know what? Kept, my fault to break cut you off. You know we should have added to this. We should have added our own production. You should have added that aspect to it, um, Terrell. That would have gone crazy because then I could have put my... Then I could have said, maybe what if I put Jermaine Dupree? Or what if I wanted to go to the South with the sound sometime? Or, or <laughs> if, like, that's what I'm saying. You're not even thinking about that aspect. Like, I don't understand. Ah, it's, it's crazy, but, but, but that's, that's I hear you. Thing. I hear you, though. I'm thinking. I am thinking of it, and I'm look, and I'm thinking of the the type of albums they put out, the the way they flow, 
the things they 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 rapped about and all that. Like Ice, like the majority of Ice Cube's albums, if it wasn't gangster rap, it was something uh, very conscious. None of those other guys were really big on the conscious move. And Ice Cube, Ice Cube himself, Ice. If you listen to an Ice Cube video, he would say his first big break was writing for a New York group, and that song got turned down because the New York guys didn't understand the language, they didn't understand the terminology. And at that time, Ice Cube didn't know how to conform the sound or the lyric to fit that group. So there was a difference. Like, do I don't consider Tupac West Coast, but I think that Ice Cube had a better run than Tupac. Like Ice Cube's first four albums, I can stamp those as classics and say there was nothing as hard as those albums at that time or even in history like you know but the the like the no vaseline tupac and kicking the door biggie those are like two different diss tracks biggie's was a biggie's biggie's told felt like it was telling a story but it was like ooh, you know it's like mm, I, I like that sound but when ice cube hit no vaseline with a pump and a little bit of gasoline it's like whoa you know what i'm saying it was a different reaction than, to both of those tracks so i feel like they wouldn't mesh well on a whole album together all right well we'll do uh, agree to disagree um and move on because can't tell me this wouldn't go crazy <laughs> sorry you're not gonna like literally you can't there's nothing you can say like i literally crafted this like so intricately to my favorite like sound like I don't get it. Yeah. So we'll just have to agree, disagree, and move on. Appreciate okay. your uh, your 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 response. Okay. Okay. Mr. DJ, who would would be your fantasy hip hop group? All right. Um, my fantasy group would start off with Rakim, Busta Rhymes, Keith Murray, Andre Three Thousand, and Toby and Wagwe. That would be my group. Okay. Okay. Any comments for anybody? I like I like the Rakim, Buster, and Keith Murray. I would probably take off Toby and Andre. But. You know, uh, Andre and Toby are almost harmonically tuned together. Yes, yes, I, yes. I will give you that. I will give you that. Listening to his stuff, I kind of get that feel from him, and that's what. And I, and I think that's one of the things that bothers me about him. Because, I, like I said, I, I, like I said before, I feel like he should be better than what he is now. Yes, but the reason why I put them both on there. So if you mix the track, right, and you put, let's just say, Andre's bars in between Busta and um, Keith Murray and then drop Toby uh, after after Rakim, it harmonically goes in very well together. I, I, I just don't see it, though. Like, I just, I really, like, I, I'm like, I, you know, like, on, uh, like Busta's new album now, he has a, um, he has Rakim on it. And it fits. Yes. Like it, 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 it's, it fits. And it's like, and I'm just like, wow, you know, I, I couldn't have seen that. So and that's what I'm saying. You needed, that, but now you you needed it, but, that but, Southern influence to, to, to really balance it out in the middle. But I don't think so. Like, like for me, Busta Rhymes best verse in 2020 wasn't on his album. Yes. His best verse was on a West Side Gun album. To yes. Me. That is correct. What I'm saying is, if you heard Busta featured on a Southern rapper, imagine him featured with the two best Southern rappers. I just, but, but it's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. I, like the Rakim, Keith Murray, and Busta as a trio, I think will be strong. There. I think it'll be strong. Keith Murray and Busta do give you different, they switch up their flows here and there. And I think that could compensate for, for the Andre and yeah, yeah, I got what, you. Where Rakim's steady, you know, this this steady, steady flow that kind of can kind of hypnotize you at times. I mean, yes, you know, Andre and Toby can kind of give a different element, but I don't know. I just don't see them two with those three. And it's not, and it's not a, a New York or Southern thing. It's just, I think it's a contrast of the way people actually rap on a record. You know how you flow to a beat. And how you do that because it's you know to be to tell the truth it's hard to produce for Rockham. Very true. It's hard to produce for Rockham, so you you would have to have a special you would have to have an in tune producer to actually make it work. Like it was, um, I saw this interview where Chuck D has said that he said he said arguably he said Rockham he said the beats that Rockham rap on for the most part he can only rap on like nobody else could touch his 
to touch that beat or rhyme the way he does on that beat. And you kind of felt, I mean, if you listen to enough rock him, he's like, eh, yeah, I don't, I can't really see anybody else laying a verse on this beat. And I guess that's why he rarely has features on his albums or anything like that. You are correct. But that's why I wouldn't have put this together until after I heard the Buster and him together. And here, let me throw this one at you. I'll pull Toby because of his youth and I'll replace him with Scarface. If you still, if, if you add Scarface and pull and Andre and Toby, no, that no, works even better. You can't that pull Andre. Better. You can't pull that Andre. That works even better. No, you can't pull Andre. Let me tell you why you can't pull Andre. You need somebody who's either going to start the, start the, uh, the bar or somebody who's going to be in the middle of the song, who's going to give you that, that, that double entendre that's going to not be so hard. When you, when you talk about that group there, you don't have, you got a lot of hard rappers. Yeah, you but need that's somebody like, to break that up. But that's just like the song they did with um uh, uh UGK and OK. That's right. And he broke it up as the but start. He had, but he had to lead, though. That's he what I'm saying. To, and he because, would lead on this same, on this trio, he would probably lead, I mean, not trio, this this, this uh, um, quintet, he would probably lead on every song. Or either he slide in the middle if they wanted to switch it up. I can see him at the beginning or I can see him at the end. I can't see him in the middle. And that and that would and that would bother me that he couldn't be played. I, I can't see him in the middle. It would bother me. Unless it was a very, very creative song, he would have to either lead or close. And I would get bothered by that. I already know how I am. I would get I would feel like he took away from the album because what he was saying couldn't you couldn't put it anywhere. It's like he it, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just couldn't see him thrown in the middle in between Rakim and Scarface. It would have to be a, it would have to be some very well thought out or I mean just you know this great story or something for him to fit in the middle of it. I don't I and this is I don't see it though. Well, I will say this: after hearing uh, Toby's last few um, songs that he's put out, especially this last one with Royce the Five Nine and um, Black Thought it opened my mind up to combinations that you and I can't see in our head or hear in our ears. You feel me? So that's why I'm more open to this type of change. Same thing with the MJG and uh, eight ball with, um, with um, uh, Malcolm's list. You and I are hardcore. So we only can think of what we've heard and maybe put in one of our favorites. And you could hear that in your explanation of your fantasy group. I would have been the same way as of two weeks ago. But since Toby's done these last two where he brought in the other elements that I didn't think really would go well, and hearing these last two songs, I was impressed by both of them. And they, I wouldn't have put them two with his voice. And all of, uh, so the, the two other artists he's featured on, his, the, he's featured four artists on his last two songs. And I wouldn't have put their sounds with his and they all meshed very well together. If you feel me. I, I feel you, but I will disagree because I feel like Royce and Black Thought are just that are just that phenomenal that it's kind of hard to not shine with those guys. And that's what I'm saying about Andre. It would be hard for him not to shine. I think you put iron and iron together in a room. They gonna figure a way out to be sharp. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I still feel like Andre would bother me through that album. Him, him not. You know, I'm. A, I always expect him either to be at the beginning or at the end, and I feel like that would bother me because I, I would want to be surprised by every song. You know, I would be more surprised if he wasn't on a song that they did if they were a group more than him leading or finishing or something he would say like you know i, f I feel like that's a waste of my time it's just like if, if you can't be if we can't put you at you know anywhere on a track at any time i feel like why is this person on here it's like if it, it, that's just me that's just me totally it is you know like even like sometimes listening to slaughterhouse stuff you know when they kind of really first got together you kind of people, you know, for me, I expected Joel and Crooked to go first because they were the lesser known and Joe Budden and Royce to kind of finish songs out because they were considered heavy hitters at that time. But then as Crooked, you know, and Joel was starting to get an underground following, you know, you know, any of these guys following anywhere on the song, either first, middle or last, it didn't feel like, you know, it, it felt like, OK, dang, I like that. Oh, OK. Oh, wow. Crooked can. He can end it, you know, he can headline it, you know, 
or he can do this, or Joel do this, this, and this. And it, and it, it just felt like it was a difference. You could tell like the, from their mixtapes and their albums how they, you know, they got to know each other a little bit more and, you know, they moved around on the song. It kind of gave it a different feel to it. So I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I, I just, I don't know. It would, Andre leading off or ending would take it away from me. And it's just, I mean, what could he actually say that fit with all those guys though? And I was just getting ready to give you the example of Joel Ortiz in Slaughterhouse. Everyone thought, mm, why are you putting this dude in there? Uh, Joel Ortiz is actually very similar to Andre. He has a much wider range in his conversation when he's writing down his rap. That's why he was able to fit in to a more narrow space that uh, Royce, Eminem, and Joe Buttons had. And that's why I'm arguing the same thing for Andre 3000. Their palette is so wide that they can paint a brush on anybody's canvas. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I get it. I get it, but I still feel like it this. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, like everybody's not going to agree with what I say. So it's just... Like you said, we kind of you get these opinions and you have these thoughts based on of um, past experiences and that and that kind of guides your opinions on what you can and can't see at times. Yes, I feel you. So my and my I got two group two groups with different flavors. My first group is Jay Z, Ice Cube, Kendrick Lamar, and Little Kim. That's my first group. That's my hardcore. I'm gonna give it to you group. Now this group right here is a little bit unorthodox, and that's gonna be Tyler the Creator, ASAP Rocky, Ken, I mean ASAP Rocky, Kanye West, and I'm gonna end it off with Future. That's my little funky orthodox group. Those are my two groups. Can you repeat that first one again? Who was the Who was the people in that first one? The first group is Jay Z, Ice Cube, Kendrick Lamar, and Little Kim. I like the second one. I don't like the first one. What? Yeah, I don't like that first what's, what's one. I second that one. one. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not feeling that first one, but your second one's right on point. What was wrong with the first one? Yeah, you I got heavy. Kendrick I mean, in even... that in that list just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Kendrick is not supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. He's the young he's the young head. He's the young head that they trying to mold. He trying to guide them. He got wait, 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 wait. Tell you said Kendrick, Jay Z, Lil Kim, Ice, who else? Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. What, yes. what is it which I want to put Ice Cube in these groups, man? Oh my. <laughs> We're not gonna get into that. This is the second unorthodox group you put an Ice Cube in. Like <laughs> No, 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 no. That 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 it, no, no, no. The Andre. Three thousand with Bustin' Rhymes and and Rakim sound better than that Jay Z group. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just the I'm gonna give it to you group right there. But that's the thing, uh, Kendrick's palette is so small, at least to my knowledge right now, that he just doesn't fit in that 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 dirty street get him type attitude that you put the other three artists in. You feel me? You know, mm. Jay gonna give you the street. Ice gonna give you the street. But they give it to you in a broader spectrum. Lil Kim oh. gives you the female perspective in a broader spectrum, whereas uh, Kendrick is only going to give you the perception because he wasn't in the streets like that. So he's mm. giving you a perception that's very small and only the stories that he's heard. Mm. Okay, so I'll take Kendrick off, and okay, y'all ready? I'll put this person in there. I'll put Tech Nine in it. Rest my case. <laughs> no, that's even worse. How that's worse? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'd have put Tech Nine in there. Uh, if you did, if you did old school Jay Z and Tech Nine, maybe. But why are you putting Tech Nine in your list? Well, I don't understand. I don't agree at all. Tech belongs in <laughs> some. He belongs on some list, no, 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 but just no, no, not no, that no, one. No, 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 none of the list that we need to be making. He does not belong on. None of the list we we are making. Tech Nine doesn't need to be on in our list. Moving on. But yeah, no, I don't agree with that. Okay, so eliminate eliminate my first group, my my second group. Who I said straight winner, Tyler the okay. Creator, ASAP Rocky, Kanye, and Future. That's a winner. I yes. don't like that at all. I think you don't like that group. What garbage coming out of there? You got you got somebody who brings out eight oh eight with a Tyler Creator. How he he how he raps? ASAP Rocky. It's with an ASAP Rocky. Oh. He's not even a rapper. I used to listen to him when I was in middle school. His songs were okay for that time, but he cannot rap. 
an artist. Tyler the Creator. Rocky is not the Rocky is not the greatest, but hey, thank you, thank you. But but because because of those who on that list. Uh, who else yeah, I will list? go over the list again, and I'm telling you why Future? the list is strong because none of them are great lyricists. They all Future? have a very interesting uh, part that they can add understand. to it. I'm telling <laughs> you, ASAP Rocky Future? and Tyler go very well together, and then I know Future that. and That's Kanye great. go very well together. It no, would be, no, it would be a winner. Uh, I would be a winning album. One. I don't know. Thank you, Future. Future and Lil Uzi go well together. They no, just came see, up with a project, you, again, you're guys. not understanding you how, how I want to give mixed... you all homework so you all have to listen no, to that. No, this is homework. not how mixed. Gonna... You, 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 then you need to go back and listen to a Slaughterhouse. You need to go back and listen to larger groups. Uh, you need Terrell, to listen can you to, please tell them to that Wu-Tang Clan Tyler and get Creator, ASAP Rocky, Lil Uzi, and Future would sound good together. No, can you tell them that? You are putting groups, you're putting people together saying, that are too similar. I'm trying to explain this to you, and you don't want to listen. Uh, you have to have contrast in a large group. You can't yes. have a group where everybody is the same. You same. just can't. It doesn't work that way. So your homework should be to go listen to Slaughterhouse, go listen to Wu-Tang, go listen to Tribe Called Quest, and, and when they when they got all three members in, and you'll get a better, like Tribe's last album where they did have a couple of five songs on there, and you'll get a better understanding of you, you need so you needed Jerobi to kind of be him. I understand the part about tribe. I've heard a lot of tribe. I've heard a lot of their music. So who and the last those, mo- the and the most of tribe album when they didn't well. have Jerobi was because Fife and Q were so different and they meshed together. You feel okay. me? The yeah. the beauty I mean, of MJG and Eight Ball is they're not the same, but they mesh. Yeah. You got to do meshing. Not everybody on the on the album sounds the same. Then you might as well you gonna put Lil Uzi Vert. You might as well put uh, two more of the other singer singer rappers on there too. And then just but do you a understand whole that Kanye album. be singing though. Kanye does his little Kanye started stuff. the singing. He was the one who would his okay. 808 and, and uh, so all four beats. That was the one that really pushed singing into the mainstream terrell is it tyler the creator asap rocky future and kanye that's it that's correct is there, is there not yes. somebody else okay so all three all four of those people sing no no let's, let's say this Literally. they're not the greatest they all but, sing but all four of them have managed to make a, some sort of impact right all four of them make have and, and even with you know lesser known or like lesser quality albums they still went number one. Like, what's the one um, Future did with, who was it? Uh, not Drake. He did a, a feature with somebody else. And I'm like, how did this even be, you know, go number one or make any money off of it? But it was, you know, Future just has this Midas stuff. Uh, ASAP Rocky, he's been out for a while. So people will kind of gravitate towards him. Um, I mean, you know, Kanye is just, you know, good or bad. People going to listen to Kanye and... Tyler Creator has created a fan base that they don't, you know, he can do no wrong. He can do no wrong according to his fan base. Kanye is the same thing. Future is the same thing. And ASAP Rocky, he he will, ASAP Rocky can be garbage and blend in real well. So it would be a successful group. I don't personally like it. I wouldn't personally listen to that stuff, but I think they would be successful based off of what we've seen with Future and and Tyler and and their fan bases and all that. Right. That's why I said, and that's why I said this this group is a unorthodox group because you get in different funk flavors from each each of them. And listen, and if I did, if I like I said, if I did have say producer, either two producers I would, would want them to have is either Pharrell or Timberland. Those would be if that that's if I would have had say wait, producer. Wait, as wait, well. wait, wait, wait. You would say. T- Future on a Timberland track? Yes. Oh, boy. I don't know about that That's one. Terrible. You, yeah, That's you terrible. want you want Future on on <laughs> a, 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 a Mike Will made it or a Ninth Wonder. You don't want him on a Timberland beat. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, no. Okay, so scratch Timberland off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timberland, Timberland would need to be on your first. If Timber that first list you had, yeah, Timberland would be their producer. Okay. But oh, again, but, outside of Malcolm, I think that that was a pretty solid. I think there's a decent consistency amongst at least three of us that that, that group would be fairly successful. Right. All right. So we're going to end it off with that. Again, very spirited conversation. Great debate. 
I appreciate everybody's due diligence in this topic and the question we're going to move into letting you all know that please uh, keep listening. Uh, we look forward to having a live episode where we can bring in um, listeners to give opinions and ask questions very, very soon. Until then, you can send us your questions or comments at under a groove network at gmail.com. Again, that's under a groove network at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening and we're out of here. Peace.